Jonathan Yee. Hello, sir. It's spring break. It still is. I am very fortunate to have a spring break. We are very, very fortunate. And yeah. You know what that means? <laughs> it means, it's, you know, you get to relax a little bit, right? Man, I, I got to make it out to World Market, dude. That's what I need to do. Yeah, you were supposed to go this week. What's up with that? I know you weren't. Uh, I was going to say, I know you weren't busy this week, but I know that's not true either. So, Yeah, I mean, I got to nap. <laughs> I think I napped a lot this week, but, uh, you know, you still know, got stuff done. You, you might get mad at me for bringing this up, but I, I checked something earlier when we were working on our composites homework. I checked some of the data that we have from our running competition. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say this, dude. Okay, so I, I power lift too, and my back is not so hot right now, my lower back. And oddly enough, when I run, my lower back flares up, and so that is my reasoning. But, Andrew, I I fully expect myself to be ahead at least by the end of the month. So I'm not out of it yet. Oh, I'm not saying you're out of it. I just I was really expecting to come back because I was gone for the past couple of days, right? I was expecting to come back and see you way ahead of me. (laughs) I'm happy that you think that, that, uh, I don't know, I guess, hardworking of me, but, uh, yeah. How's your spring break been? It's good. It's, I think I'm getting a lot of sleep, but then, um, you know, we, we were working together and we noticed how (laughs) things are going on our schoolwork. Yeah. We are like in that super spring break. I guess spring break uritis, whatever you want to call it, because we are not, it's not working for us right now. Like mentally yeah. things. I think I forgot how together. to type. I definitely <laughs> forgot how to type for a second there. And for somebody that is actually kind of, you know, I code, it's like, it's a bit of an issue, but now we're getting back into it. I think we're going to get into it by that, you know, by next week. Yeah, hopefully. Cause we need, we got to push through, I think like six, six or seven more weeks. And I was, what we could do too is, I guess this is a part of the planning, but we could, we'll end the first season when the semester is over and we'll start season two over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Season two over the summer once, you know, things settle down because we have plans in the summer as well. Right. Which brings us uh, uh, to our episode a bit. Yeah. You had a very productive week. Why don't you tell us what you were doing and tell and introduce the episode? I guess, I guess you could debate how busy I was over the week. I don't, I mean... I think I took a lot more time off than usual, but yes, I was quite busy this week. Andrew's already been through this process, but I uh, am currently preparing for an internship. And thank you, thank you. And so because of that, there's a lot of paperwork that goes into it. And uh, we're going to talk about the benefits of having an internship or you know trying to get one. And also, you know, the steps required to try to get one, right? But... Uh, I mean, I've been through all these steps and Andrew, you've been through all these steps. And so that's really the topic of what we're going to be talking about today, right? How to get an internship, why an internship is important, right? And I, I guess that's about it, right? And then we'll we'll talk about maybe later on down the road, how an internship has impacted us. Yeah. Yeah. Once we have, get to, because you've never had an internship before, neither have I. No. No, sir. This is our first time. We are we are newcomers in in the internship industry, I guess you could say. So we're really excited. I'm I'm super excited, and yeah. mine's still six weeks out, seven weeks out. But yeah, yours yeah. is as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a little bit dependent. I think the the company that I'm under is letting me choose when I can go on and work. So I might I might take like a week after finals, but after that, I'm, I'm jumping into it. You know, that week, though, that you're thinking of taking off, the running competition will be done by then. That's fine, dude. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. All right. So what is the first topic that we are going to be talking about, Mr. Diamond? Well, I mean, why is an internship important? What What is an internship? 
what yeah. maybe you know some of these people don't know about an internship do you want to start right it? right yeah yeah i think that's that's good that's a good thing to point out um well i think first of all i think we need to set some things in motion or set some definitions down of what an internship is and that's really good because i don't know maybe not everybody knows of it or maybe their understanding of what an internship is a little skewed because i think it's used a little bit outside of what it actually is supposed to be used sometimes so an internship is not going out and getting coffee for people let's just put that out there right yeah i mean i i hope that's not the case especially and and guys we we are saying this from a perspective of where the internship is an engineering internship and so engineering internships happen to be maybe different from other ones. However, my understanding of engineering internships are you're not going to be someone, you know, picking up coffee, you know, going out and getting um, donuts or doing these menial tax tasks necessarily, but you're going to be doing things that are more engineering focused. And I don't, I, I don't know. This is what I'm hearing from other people that have been in internships that are around me. Andrew, are you hearing anybody picking up coffee at our school that has had an internship? I cannot say that I, I have heard that, but that was something that was mentioned in one of my interviews for an internship that I actually didn't get the position. Um, uh -huh. The interviewer uh, basically was saying, yeah, with our company, you're definitely not going to be doing like like uh, busy work and tasks like that, like you mentioned, right. but you're going to be doing real work that would actually be delivered to the customer of this particular company. So yeah. the work that... Uh, I was going to be doing, unfortunately, I'm not a different program, um, was uh, very real, I guess you could say very real engineering work. And you will be doing the same, right? Right, right, right. So that's something that we want to put out there. So an internship, if we were to define it, and Andrew can add on to this if you'd like, is you're, you're dipping your feet into, you know, whatever the, the field is that you're in, in our case, engineering, right, aerospace engineering. And you're kind of getting a feel for what the, the field is going to be like. And so we're not going to be doing the most difficult tasks, you know, something that maybe the customers need uh, of like high priority, right? But, it, you know, it, it, it will still be something I believe, hopefully, that is of importance. And it might be more of learning for us as well. It's, it's, it's a pretty big learning experience, I think. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. I yeah. think it's going to be one of the most realistic yeah. learning experiences we've had exactly and so yeah that's basically i mean i don't know if i did a good job of really defining what an internship is but um i mean andrew if you want to add on to it, you 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 know by all means please do so no i, I think that was good it's you know an internship could be paid it could be um not paid as well depending on where you live right um, right and it's really it serves just as a, as you know to give you experience. Sometimes you could even get college credit, I believe, in some schools to get uh, mm -hmm. as for an internship. It like would count as your senior project, I believe. Right, um, right, and you can possibly petition for that even if it isn't something that's offered. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think the caveat is that you cannot get paid if it's a uh, your senior oh. project or something like that. I think that's oh, the agreement sure. or understanding. But yeah, it's basically what an internship. It's it's a job before you graduate essentially right right trying things out yeah all right so with that being said we have a couple points here that really point out why an internship is important and why we encourage you the listener if you guys are still in college or even in high school high school internships yeah. are a thing why you guys should really pursue an internship and some of these points are a little bit more um we don't have that many points out here but some of them are going to be a little bit more geared towards college students as well but high school interns are you know, it, it's a good experience as well. And so we encourage high schoolers as well. Um, if you, if there are any high schoolers out there, please, you know, try to go for an internship. Yeah. Um, you mentioned last time, right, that you had an opportunity in high school to get an internship and you didn't take it. Yeah. I thought I was, I, I thought I was, I was very dumb of myself at the time, but again, it, it comes with the track record of myself. I, I was not a good student, so I was really not ambitious in that manner. Fair. Um, but yeah, yeah. Let, let's kind of like jump into it right away. What What is the importance of an internship? The first point we have, Andrew, you want to you want to put that up there? Yeah. So this is um, something that you're actually a bit familiar with now. Mm -hmm. um, you are currently going through the process of getting a clearance, right? Yeah. And, and so I don't think that. I mean, I think it kind of goes without saying in a way, but I think people also don't realize it that in engineering or STEM in general, 
if you have an intern or if you have a clearance, I'm sorry, doors basically are open wide, wide for you, right? Wide open. Yeah. Right. So you can almost go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will say that process is intimidating. However, um, getting a clearance now, now for those of you guys that don't know what a clearance is, this is going to be geared more towards college students or yeah, it, it is college students. Um, getting a clearance is basically if you ever see in, in the movies or dramas or whatever, right? TV shows. Oh, it's like, this is redacted or this is classified. That's basically what a clearance is. You, if you have a clearance, then you have the ability to be able to access certain documents or information or see certain things that are normally not allowed for a normal U.S. citizen or even even the general public, actually. It's not just U.S. citizens, right? And so there are tiers to them. The ones, the two that I do know of are secret and top secret, right? But I believe you can go even deeper and further than that. It's not just two levels to it. And so, yeah, that, that's basically what a clearance is. Now, the importance of a clearance is most of the jobs that in the U.S., for aerospace happen to be in defense and the Very u.s true. the u.s is extremely inclined towards defense and they really like defense right we spend a lot of money on it and with that comes a lot of like we like to keep our secrets about defense like the, the the kind of defense that we have and the technology behind it and if you're in aerospace engineering you're going to be working on things that may very well be classified or you know secret top secret or you know whatever that level of uh you know I guess, clearance that you require to be able to access that information. And so because of that, uh, a lot of the work that you're going to be working on requires clearance. And so having it is a really good thing to have. Um, of course, the process is quite lengthy uh, and it, it can be, uh, I believe some people say it ranges up to a year from when you apply to be cleared for, uh, you know, being able to work on something. I don't know if that's true though. I don't yeah, know. It, it depends. I've heard, I've heard cases of it going up to a year and a half. And I've mm -hmm. also heard of cases of people getting it in a month. I know right. it depends a lot on, you know, circumstances. Like you mentioned, you you did quite a bit of traveling outside the country. So that's mm -hmm. something they're going to have to look into, right? But, um, you know, if you also, I've heard if you have family outside of the U.S., that's also a pretty big factor as well. So mm -hmm. they'll be contacting your family. Basically, they contact quite a, quite a few people around you. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, they, they make you put a lot of people's names on there. But yeah. And, I, I, and oh, sorry, yeah, go, go ahead. No, you're good. Go on. Um, with the, the reason, though, that it's so important is because so the security clearance itself is really expensive, right? It's, right. you know, it could range in price, and but they're not cheap. And, and not only are they expensive, but like we say, it's typically they take quite a bit of time. So when, it, when you're applying for these jobs that are, you know, require clearance, the company not only has to invest money into you beforehand to get you that clearance, but they can't bring you on immediately because they need for your clearance to go through. So right. if they have to wait, you know, if they have to pay X amount of dollars and wait, you know, three, four, five, six months, even up to a year, year and a half for you to start, that's, you know, opportunity that if somebody has a clearance, of course, they're going to want to take that person that already has that clearance because they could start immediately and they don't have to invest that money up front, right? Right, right. And that's that's that really is the big thing that kind of takes it away because clearance is not dependent on a company. It's dependent on the US government. So right. the US government saying this person is clear to be able to access these forms of uh, these forms of information, this uh, set, you know, like security level of information. And so, yeah, it, it's extremely valuable because one, it literally costs thousands upon thousands of dollars. I, I don't know the exact dollar amount. I've heard rumors of it costing nearly $30,000 to $50,000. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the company <laughs> companies pay out there, but it's a lot of money and it's a lot of time required at times. And so it definitely is a lot easier for a company to pull a trigger on somebody that has that clearance level. Because even in the process of clearance, you could still get rejected. Or yeah. they might need to make, you know, I don't. I mean, there could be a hiccup down the road that could make things a little bit difficult. Which means then the the, you know, the company that is trying to hire you then has to go find someone else, right? Possibly. And so, right. um, it's a lot of safety, I think, in in finding a, a candidate that already has clearance, which makes it like when you get an internship, it's possible that they might also want you to get clearance as well and already put you through that process even before, you know. And having a clearance, I think something else that we need to put out there is having a clearance, um, I believe they expire in five to 10 years. I don't know the exact number either, 
but they definitely don't expire right away. And so if you're, if you're, let's say that you, an ideal situation, right? You somehow get a, an internship your sophomore year going into your junior year as a, as a, in the summer for a college student, right? If you have to get your clearance in your junior year or something like that, you're still going to have your clearance when you graduate, right? So right. that, that means you're, you're going to go into your next job and then, you know, there's an expiration date for clearances, but you know, you can get it renewed, but you're already going to have a job lined up most likely because of that clearance that you already had starting from your sophomore year. Yeah, that would be like, that's the best case scenario, right? Right, right. So very, I think it's, it's really cool because an, in, an internship can also come with that you having a chance to get a clearance, which I think is a very important thing. Of course, this is again, aerospace engineering specific. This might be very different for other engineering uh, disciplines or might maybe actually agree, but it's just the realm of work that aerospace engineer, uh, engineering people kind of just work in. Yeah, and not all, quite a, quite a few positions don't require clearance, but some do. Right, like right. you said, it's specifically a lot of the defense ones and stuff that are protected by all those rules and regulations. Um, but yeah, that is um, that is basically clearance. Uh, one of the big issues, you know, and if you're happen to be in the process of getting a clearance or you expect to be getting one soon, you know, be honest, be forward, yes. you know, they'll find be out honest. everything eventually. So, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. I think being honest is very important. So if you guys are in the process of it, or if you guys think it's going to be happening in the future, don't, don't consider lying. Just be straight up honest about things. Even if it was, you know, something you're like, Oh, this can make me look really bad. No, like just be honest about it. Yeah. Yes, sir. I All agree. Right. Yeah. So moving on to the next point, I guess this is something that I think is the most important part. And this is the reason why people go to college, right? Is <laughs> to get a job. I, I, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's to get a job. Um, if you're going to college and you're, you're going for the college experience, you know, by all means, I understand. I didn't really get much of college experience, I think, but even at the end of the day, the, the, the goal is to get a job. Uh, for I, I want to say like ninety percent of people, and that might even be a little too conservative. Um, so getting an internship has the possibility of you securing a job early, and not only securing a job early, but depending on how the course of you know your internship went, it could also help you get a job. Um, you know, afterwards, after you come out of the internship, after you're graduated, because um, maybe you have already you already have experience in the field due to that internship and so yeah and like I, I guess the way that it works right is that you get a job early by doing well in the internship right so yeah 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 you, you want to add on to that no i uh, sure um i it just continuing adding on to what you said um you know we know people that have gotten internships and have been able to work through their time at school right oh yeah oh that was even a I was even considering that, but yeah, that's that's a good point to bring on. Yeah, so there is it, it is possible. Um, I don't know how often it happens, but I've heard of a f uh, a few people I know actually have done this, where they've been able to convert their internship to a part time job, and they work during their you know last couple of years, whether it be junior or senior year. If you're really lucky, you could be a sophomore, um, working you know part time. And you typically, depending on the company, you put in a, a small amount of hours, you know, 10 to 20 hours, typically what it what it is. And you do some form of work, whatever you, your internship is based in likely. And you're able to work while you're going to school. And, you know, of course, with that comes a lot of time management and responsibility because you're working for a, a huge company likely. And you're also going to school and your studies are really important. And so there's a fine line of balancing um, your work especially if you, you know, promise something to your company, mm -hmm. the expectation is for you to get that done. Uh, and so you, you really have to be good about your, your time management and stuff like that. But that is a possibility to work before you even graduate. Right, right. So I entirely agree with you. I, I, I didn't even consider that aspect where, yeah, we have some friends that do work part-time for companies out there. So they're getting paid to go work, you know, 10 to 20 hours. And right now, some of them are even remote, actually. So they're working from home and then they, they, they do work for home and then they do their homework, you know, like right after, you know, like a couple hours apart and then they're attending lecture as well. And so 
yeah, it, it's it's nice because you're kind of getting that like work experience. You're you know you're hitting deadlines and stuff like that, and uh, you're also getting paid for it. And you're basically when they give you part time work, they're basically saying, hey, once you graduate, we'll give you full time. Uh, the other aspect that I was thinking of, however, was the possibility of securing a job early, meaning um, when let's say that you're you know you had an internship and they're like, hey, we really like you. I want you to reach out to me when you graduate. And I want to give you a full-time offer or like it, even in the middle of your internship, that might be a possibility, right? They're like, Hey, like keep in contact with me. Like, tell me how you're doing in school or something of that sort. And then, it, it, you know, eventually I want to give you a job offer. Yeah. That's a really good point. I actually know somebody, I'm not going to say who, but he worked for a company it was actually JPL. Um, he interned for them and they offered him part-time employment during his junior and senior year, but he turned the offer down because he had other plans. Crazy to think, right? You're turning down an offer from JPL as a sophomore. That's crazy. Um, But the manager that wanted to bring him on was like, hey, that's fine, but, you know, here's my my personal email. Whenever you, you know, reconsider or want a job, reach out to me. Right, right. So, again... That came from an internship. I know who this person is too, actually, from what you're saying and putting out there and sprinkling. We're not going to say any names, but yeah, like imagine imagine having a job even before you graduate. That sounds that sounds amazing. Or like not having a job, but having a job lined up in the career that you possibly and potentially want to go into. So I think that is extremely nice. Now, these are the, the two things that we said prior, I think in the possibility of a clearance and the possibility of securing a job early are really good. Well, Johnny, we had some technical difficulties, some issues, but we're back. Yeah, we are. And I'll let you continue what you were saying. Yeah. So I was saying, (laughs) I thought about it while the technical difficulties were going on. And I said, I said steak and potatoes. I was saying, so like, you know, the, the (laughs) possibility, don't laugh at me now. Don't laugh at me. I said, okay, okay. In my defense, right. It's an idiom. Um, But the possibility of a clearance and the possibility of securing a job early is is nice. It's good. And I was saying that I even said that securing a job is is really the main goal. But I think the main goal of an internship is actually not those two things at all. And I don't know, maybe you can disagree with me here. But what I said, and this is I was saying that the steak and potatoes, I meant the meat and potatoes. Sorry, guys. The idiom is the meat and potatoes of an internship is experience don't laugh at me he's <laughs> cheesing so hard right now steak steak is meat and also a sandwich can be considered a pop tart <laughs> <laughs> okay this is the, i don't no, even no, know no, why no. you pop brought tart. that <laughs> pop tart. anyways moving on so okay the that me and johnny have been having <laughs> but yeah so experience is really the meat and potatoes of an internship that is the goal right? What you take away from an internship at the end of the day is the experience you get. And the experience you get will be in a lot of different ways. For some people, it's going to be their first time ever doing something that has to really deal with real world, real, I can't talk, real world engineering, right? And so a lot of us, we learn in school what to do, theoretically speaking, but applying it is a different story. And even if you do apply it, let's say through engineering projects at school, that's not still getting the full picture, right? But an internship inches you towards a, a better idea of it. And we're not saying that an internship is going to give you the full picture by any means. But it still is, I, I believe, to be better than a school project, right? Yeah. Um, some you know school projects, I think, are really involved. But mm-hmm. nothing will. I mean, at the end of the day, a school project is a school project. And um, you know, if you're working on a real project outside of school and you know, you're you're meeting deadlines for a customer because that's basically what we do, right? It's a whole different type of ball game, I think. I agree. I agree. Um, so I guess what other work experiences would you say beyond engineering then? Because like engineering experience is really good, right? But what other experiences do, do you think some people can take away from an internship beyond um, engineering then? I mean, even if you, this stands for all internships. Um, some people have never had experience in like, a job in like in the workforce outside right. of because you know people go excuse me um directly from high school 
to call or yeah directly from high school to college never work and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that it's just you don't have that experience in high uh, uh working mm-hmm. and so an internship could really be that first experience for you uh of, of a job in some cases and that's really beneficial um i'm lucky enough and you are as well to have worked prior to going into our internships this, this summer so even though we've never been in an internship we know what to expect out of a typical work day i think Right. right. Um, even though the content of the work will be much different than what we've done before, um, you know, I feel like that if you've never worked at all, going into an internship could be especially daunting because you've never done a, maybe an engineering project as intense as what you're about to do. And you've also never worked. That could be, you know, scary. That could be intimidating. But right, you'll get used to it fairly quickly if you've never had that experience so that's why another reason why internship could be a great experience right so there's like these like things that you learn in inter- in an internship like how to work in a work environment is basically you're saying it could even be working on a team right working on a team working on something very technical these are different things that you can really pick up through an internship and i, I mean that's what you can really at the end of the day put on your resume which can then be very beneficial to you the goal of a college student being getting a job, right? So when you can pad your resume with the fact that you were chosen by a company and not only chosen, but you worked through a company, you worked on something, um, something more real, real world, man, I can't talk, man, <laughs> but something more realistic than just, um, you know, uh, I guess like theoretical aspects that we'd learn in, in university. Um, that that's like really the, the thing that can drive a company to be like, Oh, this person has that experience beyond just, you know, school knowledge. And that, that can really push you to be a, a, a good candidate as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about a, a lot about what, why an internship is important, but we haven't talked about how to get one. And, you know, I think that's something super important. And I'll, I'll be honest, I think that you were a huge reason of why I got my internship. I think you helped me out a lot in getting mine. So I'll let you start this one off because this first first bullet point that we have down is super important. And I can't (laughs) stress this enough because I thought I was in a great place for this first bullet. And, you know, I'll, I'll stop teasing it. Go ahead. No, no, no. I think it's, I think it's really important to kind of, no. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I will say this, Andrew has, he is well-deserving and he actually got his internship offer before I did, but he's extremely well deserving of his um, internship. And, you know, like I, I really just kind of just kind of pointed him in a certain direction and he ran with it. He like ran a whole marathon with it. So with that being said, it's kind of like how I'm beating you. Okay. 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 Let's, let's be civil here. Okay. <laughs> let's see. I'm, I'm not saying that that was because I got it first. I'm saying when I ran the marathon, with my resume, I ran like I'm running my marathon currently ahead of you. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Andrew's talking a lot of smack. Um, it's really important to work on your resume, as Andrew was saying. He, he even he kind of gave it away before I did. He was like, oh, yeah, I ran a marathon with my resume. Yeah. Um, it's important to work on your resume. Uh, I, I read through, I think, I don't want to say hundreds, but I, at least 50 resumes at this point. And... I've, you know, learned from that. And also I've talked to several people, sent my resume out to a lot of different people and they've, you know, looked at my resume and pointed out what they think was good or bad and what needs fixing and and, and so on. And so it's really, really important to work on your resume. I think I could, I think I've easily put at least, um, at least 30, 40 hours into my resume. I would say you did more than that. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but I know at least 30, 40 hours. And that's over the span of two years. And so, you know, it's, it really doesn't seem like much um, when you put it in the, in the perspective of two years, but it's, it's pretty grueling. But, you know, getting a resume and getting a good resume is extremely important. So for those of you guys out there that are, you know, freshmen and sophomores, um, you know, and then we can go into the, the nitty gritty of how to really develop a resume maybe later on down the road. Uh, in like a question or something, or maybe an episode, it, it, it could really be a whole episode, although I think it'd be a rather dry episode. But the important thing that we're trying to highlight right now is you need to work on your resume. Um, your resume yeah. should, be, should be updated, not just um, once a year, 
right? But it should be being updated on like almost a monthly basis. I don't know. Do, do, do you agree with that? Yes or no? I think it depends on like what you're working on. Um, if you're in like a really, really involved project that has like a really aggressive deadline, then I think a monthly basis could be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're working on something that is a lot slower, you know, you, if you're working on a certain product for a year, then it's going to be hard to update um, your resume as frequently, I think, because some right. of these phases you'll be in for so long that, you know, some of these things you're not going to end up putting on there. But if you have a final product at the end of the year that you deliver, um, but of course there's things that go into that final product too. So it's hard to say, you know, it, it really depends on the timeline of your project though. Right, right. And I, I will say this, like Andrew and I are both in a project that's a year long project, but I'm still able to put out content regarding what I've done on that project on my resume. And I consider that to be quality, quality stuff that I'm putting on there. I'm not making things up. I'm not pulling things out of, you know, thin air. I'm actually, you know, these are things that I've actually done. And and I think we're around six months, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> seven, seven months, I think, into the project now. And so um, you know, at this point, you know, we're starting to hit the latter half. But even then, we're, we're not done with it, but we're still able to put stuff on there. So, yes, I agree. Monthly basis may be is it's dependent. But what I'm trying to get at is the frequency of how, how much you want to be working on your resume is don't be putting it off as like a, a yearly thing, but you should at least be, you know, touching upon it every uh, now and then. Right. Yeah. And even like, I think it's super important to say that, um, you know, for you, you had, I thought had a really good resume at the beginning of the semester, uh, beginning of last semester. So fall 2020. Uh huh. Right. But just two months ago, you basically trashed that resume and started all over from the ground up. Right. You were basically like some of the content was there, but you totally had to redo basically everything. I bare boned it. Yeah. Yeah. So I stripped everything away and I started back up again. So yeah, it's a it's like a uh, art. I think you've <laughs> said that definitely. Yeah. Um, and it it takes it's it like took me a long it took me a long time to get mine to where it is. And I don't I think that since the last conversation that we had outside of this conversation when we were when you were applying for your internship, actually, I think mm-hmm. I think um, I've realized that I need to do some major structural changes to mine as well. Because right. after seeing yours, I think that, you know, mine is lacking in some aspects. Right. I, I mean, but then again, like, and it, it, I will say this, a resume is very subjective. And so it depends on who's reading, reading it as well. So, um, again, it's, it's, it is subjective. And so, I mean, I, I could get into it there. But I think the importance and highlight, like, what Andrew's even saying is he, you know, he has something locked in, but he's still trying to go and try to work on his resume too. He's saying he needs to, right? And so the urgency of it and the frequency of it is really important. And I think that's the thing that we're really trying to highlight. And that is what will probably get you, you know, closer to getting an internship. Yeah, especially during COVID, right? They're oh, not yeah. they're not looking at who you are. And they oh. you don't have you can't really hand them your portfolio anymore if you have a portfolio, which is something that's super important too. But I don't think we'll have time to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, if you're not able to hand them, you know, some of your work in a portfolio, the only thing they're seeing is a resume and, you know, there's multiple stages and that first stage, as you know, isn't getting looked at by a human. Most of the time it's, you know, a computer that's scanning it for some key things. So, yeah, it's a sad truth. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. It's, it's, everything is automated. And the last person that's going to be looking at your resume is the person that is most likely going to be having you on their team, you know, but there's, you know, some, gates that you need to go through before you, you know, get to the chance of even having your internship, you know, application being seen at, with the resume being seen by an actual person. So yeah, it's important to have a resume and have it look nice, have it, you know, have intentional wording and, and such on there. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, start getting your inter or I'm sorry, start getting your resume ready now because mm-hmm. you know, the, the end of the year is approaching, end of the academic year, I should say, is approaching. And this brings us to our next point that, you know, we're going to start applying before you know it. Right, right. And you, you, oh, yeah, apply early, right? And Andrew, when did you start applying? I originally, so I think I actually remember the first um, application I submitted was in August. August. That, and I, yeah, go on. I, 
I was also submitting like really, really late applications in the spring last year, but I wasn't, I don't think I would consider myself qualified last spring. Uh, mm-hmm. But now, you know, with, with as, as this year progressed, I knew that this summer would be like my year. So yeah, I, I believe I started in early August and I didn't stop until December. I was constantly applying. Right, right. Uh, so for me, I started applying, I believe, in in the summer. And that kind of bled into August and September as well. And I didn't stop applying until literally like... <laughs> three, three weeks ago. Probably, yeah, three weeks ago. So I've been always, you know, I always spend an hour or two at least like every couple of days, you know, applying. And so the importance is to apply early. Um, if you guys want to, in, in in the U.S., the aerospace industry, applications are opening up in August. And and they're going to continue to open up. And most of those applications are going to be filled by around December. Yeah, yeah. But also, let's, I guess, flashback engineering school myth. I was told by some peoples that if you didn't have an internship by December, you basically weren't you were guaranteed to not have an internship but as we know with you that's not the truth right well yeah i mean i think it's i mean this this goes without a doubt this is something that i think you can't ever guarantee something um i think the way that it should be normally put is a lot of the big companies happen to um, fill a lot of their positions and slots going from august up to december but even then Big, some big companies may still hire out, you know, in the beginning years of the next following uh, year, as well as smaller companies. So just because you didn't get uh, an internship position with a big company doesn't mean a smaller company won't be interested in having you. And at the end of the day, an internship is an internship, and it might even be better to be at a smaller company. And so I will say that. But the key is you need to apply early, you need to start early, and you need to continue to chug along. Um, regardless of whether or not, you know, you think you're a good candidate, that's, you know, just supply. You won't know until you apply, right? So applying early is very good. Um, it, it does make give you a competitive edge if you're really applying from the beginning, because I think the really common thing said in internships is it's a numbers game. It's like if you send, I think I, I've, I mean, if you guys, this might be getting a little bit more um, detailed, but I, I think I sent out approximately over 200, I want to say even 250 applications. And, you know, it, it took quite a while for me to, you know, actually get a response back. And to be honest, to get into the numbers, I, I got three interviews out of that. And, you know, only one turned out to be good. So with that being said, you know, I applied early, you know, I, I just sent a bunch and, you know, I just kind of hope for the best. And of course, I gradually worked on my resume. So kind of hitting on that point from before. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm a strong believer in applying early. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that it was super important. Um, you know, I know some people that got really lucky. I mean, they're very deserving and very hardworking, but I got I know some people that got internships as early as August. Yeah, so they're, they're Yeah. Yeah, their whole junior year, they're set, you know? Because that was a really stressful. When I, I remember when I started finding out that people were getting offers, mm-hmm. I got really stressed out. I got super bummed out because I was like, oh, people are getting offers. I'm not. That's it. I'm done. Right, right. It, it it definitely is a thing because it, it, it kind of takes the one. It, it puts into question your qualifications, right? And then another thing is also you're thinking about the amount of hours that you then need to spend to continue to try to get an internship, and so it, it bleeds into your time that you could you know be doing spe- like spending like studying or it could be you know relaxing or or whatever you know else you you do in your normal day to day life. But now you're you're allotting time to have to apply to more internships and work on your resume more, and and such and such and it's it's a time sink. So I, I yeah. definitely do know where you're coming from as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, applying early though, unfortunately, isn't enough. Um, you also have to be prepared in some respect. So, you know, h- how do you get prepared for an internship, or how do you you know uh, be considered a qualified candidate? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, there's a lot, right? I think something that really does stick out, and this one is something that I believe every um, engineering student should be doing is going for extracurricular activities. And that is not necessarily um, 
like playing guitar or going or playing basketball. <laughs> You're laughing, but I, I do those things. Those, hey, well, those are two things that you do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have those on my resume. Um, you know, if you guys do, I'm not, I'm not judging you, but I, I, I my own personal opinion is that um, these companies that I'm trying to apply to, they don't really care too much about me having the ability to play guitar, having the ability to, you know, do all these things. And so therefore, Therefore, it's, it's really important to kind of put the things that, what the company wants you to see, right? And that would mean engineering projects, right? That's what we both have going on or being more hands-on with things. I think that's something that was asked of me in an interview. Are you more hands-on or not? Um, have you worked with certain machining, um, you know, machining machines or parts or tools or whatever it is? I don't know what it is. <laughs> clearly, I, I'm not experienced in it. And the answer I told them was, no, I'm not, I, I don't. So yeah but um that that those kinds of extracurricular <laughs> activities where you know you're you're getting experience with a team you're getting experience to maybe a deadlines or presentations those are the things that i think are really good to put on a resume and yeah. really good to have for yourself to be able to get an internship i agree i agree yeah. all super important you know uh like i said i said it again don't want to be a dead horse so i won't talk too much about it but we're very fortunate, I think, for the projects that we're involved in and our school mm -hmm. has to offer. So if right. you could get out and get involved, definitely super important. Right. And actually something I want to add on to that, because maybe your university doesn't have extracurricular activities, right? That we're talking about, like engineering projects. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. That is a possibility though. But if that is the case, then you can go out of your own way and try to do ones on your own as well. You can do personal projects, right? And that's something that we actually both do as well. Like Andrew, I know, I know that you have a 3D printer, you know, you, you have servos, you have an Arduino lying around. And so you start to do, you, you know, you dabble in those kinds of things, right? Yeah. I make like <laughs> ridiculous little things when I, when I have the time, when I'm not in school, like I try to make a, a ping pong cannon to shoot my girlfriend. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. It's so I, I didn't follow through with it though. Yeah. It, and so like, again, that's something that, you know, you could end up putting on your resume, right? Or it could even be something that, you know, goes a little bit deeper than, um, it, it starts off small, but it becomes a lot bigger, right? And so, um, go out there and try to do something, try to do something, try to get hands-on, try to, you know, get experience in something. And I think that was, is, is a good to do and, and a good experience. And then also something good to put on your resume. So. Yeah, I agree. And then along with that, you know, Again, it's not enough to have the experience, but you got to show up to the interview confident. You got to, you unit got to be prepared. Prepared. Um, interview prep is a huge part of getting an internship or a job or whatever it is. So, um, you know, I know that me and Johnny could speak for it. We spent hours <laughs> basically interviewing each other for yeah. multiple inter 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 inter. Oh God, <laughs> you rubbed off on the interviews. <laughs> Um, and you know, we just basically, we sat down. It was, it was really funny. It was pretty, uh, odd for the first time because Johnny actually interviewed, uh, interviewed me first and he was so serious. I, I almost like couldn't help but laugh, but it was good. It was good practice. And, uh, I actually really, it was really helpful. Um, and I think you would say the same, right? Cause you had, I just gave you one two weeks ago, three weeks ago and you know, so why don't you tell about that experience? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first of all, the way that we we interview prep is not like, um, like I, I mean, I don't know how how other people interview prep to be honest. But the way that we do interview prep is one, they're they're the way that a normal interview goes is like you know, um, asking you questions about possibly things on your resume, but also asking about behaviorally, like how you react in certain scenarios. Um, like what you might do as an extracurricular activity. Like this one would not be like, oh, I'm, I work in an engineering project. That's like, that's what Max, they're like asking like, oh, like what do you do as a hobby and stuff like that. But basically what we do as an interview prep between Andrew and I is we actually give each other an interview and we try to be, um, we play the part, we play the character, one being the interviewer and one being the interviewee. And then we go from there and we, we try to, point out what a, a person's weaknesses are and flaws are. And Andrew happened to ask me a question during the interview 
um, the mock interview is what we call it. And I was not prepared for it. And it, it very clearly showed. It was, it was an obvious glaring flaw. Right, Andrew? Right? Yeah. So basically, I called Johnny out and I got to... I basically cracked him and good. It was a great practice because the next day he actually had his interview the next day and the interviewer for that position asked you the exact same question, right? Right, right, right. And, and, and I knew how to approach it and I, by no means, I'm like, you know, like I, I didn't prepare like in depth. Oh, like since I was asked this question and it really, like it really, I was like bricked by it the first time. Like maybe I should, you know, really be in depth and prepare for it. No, like I was, I was trying to be natural about it. But I was already aware of how I should respond the next time. And so, yeah, it, it really did set me up well. So it's really important to prep for an interview. So let's say that you're trying to get an internship. You know, you go through the entire process. Um, you worked on your resume. You applied early. You're applying all the time. And you have all these extracurricular activities on your resume. Um, and then suddenly you get an offer to be interviewed, right? And if you if you don't do well on the interview, right, then all that work that you did prior is going to just, it's lost. And so it's really important that you put a lot of work into that interview. And not only that, it's also important to do all the things that embody. And so dressing the part for it, dress up in a suit, dress up in uh, like, you know, formal attire, something that, you know, you, you got to look nice, right? Because that's the way that it should be. And even if you're in a pandemic, wear some pants. Don't, don't, you know, don't be, don't be interviewing without, you know, while you're wearing, you know, I don't know, your pajamas underneath and a suit on top or, you know, like, it's not how dress. a suit, that's not how you're supposed to wear a suit. No, Andrew, that is not how you're supposed to wear a suit. I've been doing it wrong my whole life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I want to see your prom picture now just because of that. But yeah, dress the part, you know, look nice, you know, wear a tie if, if that's something that, you know, you can, um, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying this. I'm sorry, girls. You know, I don't know what girls are. I'm assuming it's like some, there, there has to be business attire for women as well. I'm just not quite keen on it. I just know that guys wear suits. So I'm going to assume that a girl, girls wear dresses, but I might be wrong. <laughs> but yeah, like dress the part for the interview, you know, prep for the interview. Um, you know, make, say, say, you know, practice these different questions and be able to have um, situations that you have in mind that you can respond in. Um, I guess, a professional manner, uh, you know, that is all going to benefit you and will get you in, again, another step closer to locking in that internship. Yeah. And yeah. you could, uh, really good practice is if your school has a career center, even though we're virtual now and we probably will be for some time still, um, you're, you could probably visit your career center virtually and they could give you tips that probably do mock interviews there as well, review your resume. Right, so those right. are all really good resources. Yeah, that's a good piece of advice right there. So yeah, interview prep, do it. It's good for you, I think. And and even if like you don't get it with that first interview, it's like, again, it's it's just experience and you'll be better prepared for the next one. So I agree. That. Yeah. So with that, let's go into our next point. It's our second to last point. And I think this one is quite important as well. And Andrew, this happens to be something that I feel like you can be one that better attests to um, because I, I believe that you believe that this is actually something that might be extremely important and could also help you in getting and locking in an internship. So what is this one then? Yeah. And not only an internship, but like it could, it, it depends on your future plans too. Like if you plan on going into higher education, master's, PhD, whatever it is, but um, because mine is specific to net, so mine is networking with people. I think that's really important. And the reason I say that is because I feel like a lot of the times when we're in school, we're just there to learn. And we, I, I'm, I'm being specific to professors here um, because we're around them so much. But I feel like a lot of the time we don't realize how good of connection our professor might be. Right. 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 And so sometimes that professor might have you know, past uh, contacts in industry or whatever it is that, you know, those people still reach out to them regularly to just check in. And we get quite often emails forwarded from professors that teach at our school from their uh, connections from their past job that say, hey, we're looking for in interns. What do you got for us? And they'll forward mm -hmm. it to us, right? And so right. I had an experience with a particular person who said, hey, you're, you know, good at this, whatever it is, would you be interested in, in this? And, you know, it unfortunately it didn't work out, but that's okay. 
Um, but it it's extremely important to network, not only with your professors, but people around you. Um, that's like the whole point of LinkedIn, right? You're supposed to connect right. with people that are not only just your friends, but people that are strangers in some regard as well, because people are, are there looking to hire people and, you know, connect with people and, you know, see all the potential um, candidates out there for a job and, and, you know, who, who's qualified, right? And so networking is super important among professors, other recruiters, even other students. You know, uh, I know I've had some students like tip me off to certain jobs and, and stuff like that. You know, you've been very helpful as well. And some of our other friends around us right, have right. been, um, you know, really supportive of, of trying to get each other to into that position, I guess I should say. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you because I think networking is, again, it's not just people that are already in the field or even people like, you know, professors that are professionals, but even our peers could be people that we can network with. And of course, we see the obvious benefit in networking with, um, you know, managers or people that are already in the company or even professors because they seem to be a direct connection to, you know, the field of work that we want to be in. Maybe professors, like you said, are, it's a little bit harder to see because we see them as instructors uh, more than anything else. But um, again, like I said, they're still closer to industry than we are and our peers are. But I think a point that I want to emphasize on with what, like Andrew just said, is it's really important to try to you know network with people around you because it, it not only benefits in um, you know you getting to you know possibly make friends, but also Andrew and I just purely from an internship perspective, right? We would send each other like, hey, dude, like ULA just opened up their job positions for internships, right? And some of these things are a little bit more like down low. Like people don't know that these things opened up. But when you apply and you apply early, you have a better chance at being able to lock in that internship, right? And that's maybe not entirely the truth because some of them, they wait. and They wait to, uh, um, I guess, collect all the, the resumes and all the applications at once, some of these companies. But still... Um, by you telling somebody else or by Andrew telling me, hey, this company just opened up their job positions, um, it's then giving me an ability to then apply to even more places. So I think it's really good to have people, you know, like Andrew, people like peers around you that are trying to apply to internships and you guys could all kind of just bounce that kind of stuff like off each other. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's super important, I think. Um, I think it's, Probably one of the most Im- more important things. I mean, all of these things are important to get in, you know, get a job, right. internship, whatever it is. But this is one that I would say I, definitely don't skip out on, I think. I, I agree because I think networking with people goes beyond just internships. It, yeah. it falls into your career too. And so it's extremely important to actually network. But um, specifically for an internship, we're saying that this is something that we want to highlight as well. I agree. Mm-hmm. And our last one, this one is, I think you said your favorite <laughs> and you wanted to close out on this one. So I'll let you start. I'll let you take this one away. Yeah. Um, don't be picky. Please do not be picky. Like you, you see that internship right there and it's like, Hey, like stability controls. <laughs> I'm kidding. Johnny's <laughs> favorite field. Okay. Stability controls is um right. Like I said, it's, 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 it's a bit rough. It's a little hard. Um, I, I find it really cool. But let's say, for example, um, you know, you, you're uh, you someone that wants to be a propulsions engineer, right? Or you want to do something maybe in, um, we'll say structures. <laughs> Basically, put on Andrew right now, <laughs> and then and then the job position is for stability controls. It's like, go for it, try it out. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You get a no, right? And then, what what's the best that that can happen? You get an offer for an interview, and then possibly an internship, right? But Let's say, for example, you apply to one that structures, you apply to one that's propulsions, and you don't get those, but you only get the civilian controls one. One, and, and first of all, an internship is better than no internship, and so you've had the ability. For, do you disagree, Andrew? <laughs> you look at you shake your head. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but basically, like having an internship is always better than having no internship, and so um, you know, beggars can't be choosers. When you have options, that's the best ability. Like that's the best, but when you have only one option. You know, that's like, then you're going to probably default to just picking that one option. So when I applied to internships, I applied to internships that were not just aerospace based, but they were electrical, computer software, like computer engineering, you know, mechanical. It did not matter what the title was. 
like as long as I had to do with engineering or like, you know, something of that form, like STEM, I was like, I'm applied to that. So Johnny I was a jack of all trades when he was applying. Yeah. He was, <laughs> Johnny was like, if it's engineering, I'm your guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Electrical. Yeah, I got you. Computers, <laughs> like computer software engineering. Like, yeah, I got you. I own a computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I use software on that computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I applied to everything and, and literally like even location is, it should not really be something that you should be so picky about as well. Like for me, I'm pretty sure I don't want to go to Huntsville, Alabama, but I was like, you know what, Marshall, Marshall, uh, you, you know, got against Alabama and not roll tide. Nothing, nothing. I don't have anything <laughs> to <laughs> nothing against Alabama. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's not a, a state that I often think of, but they got Marshall, you know, NASA, NASA Marshall, uh, what is it called? Campus space out there? flight, space uh, flight center. Right. And so, yeah, I'm, d- I'm down for that area. They have a pretty prestigious history and stuff like that. But some of these locations are, you know, maybe you don't want to go out there. Let's say, for example, like Alaska, like maybe someone doesn't want to go to Alaska. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm like shooting these states. I'm like, hey, if you guys are from Alaska, you guys are listening. Pe- yeah. <laughs> are these people that are listening in Alabama and Alaska? We just lost some fans. I know. No, like I'm just, you know, a, a, a specific location that people just don't want to go to. Right. Like just do it. Again, an internship is better than no internship. Um, positions, do it. Internship is better than no internship. Company, like even if it's a company you never heard of, but they do aerospace or they do the the thing that you're interested in, do it, please. Like an option is better than no option. And so my last thing to say is don't be picky. Like if, you know, even if you think that you're like, you know what, like I am the best candidate for all of this. Like I have like a 4.0 GPA. I've been on like, 12 projects and i led every single one of them and i did all like even if you think that is the case for yourself right um and you only apply to one it's still possible that you might get rejected like don't be so confident in yourself but give yourself the availability to have options out there and if you have those options you know at the end of the day it's going to benefit you and so yeah and i i mean i even had options actually going into my internship offer because i was i had interviews going on and um, I, I decided to, you know, take one offer over the other because I had the ability to um, choose my options. And because I was being so, I guess, nonchalant about where I threw my application out. And so it benefited me. Yeah. Um, you know, it brings a great point. And I don't, I think we're, I don't want to go too long on this, but um, I think the position that I expected myself to get the most was one that I was rejected from. And I was quite shocked to find out that I was not, you know, qualified in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I actually got the position that I thought I was the least qualified for. So it's right. a great point that you're bringing up. Um, I I don't think that you should set any uh, bars too high for yourself and, you know, step outside your comfort zone. If, if you get a position um, and you're not comfortable or if you don't think that you're going to succeed, that's fine. It's imposter syndrome. It happens to all of us. Um, mm-hmm. It's very normal. And, you know, you, you'll, you'll grow into that position just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, options are good. So don't be so picky about it. And I think with all that we said, like working on your resume, applying early, you know, applying often, extracurriculars, interview prep, networking with people, not being picky, you may very well have a formula for getting an internship right there. So you could, you could. Yeah. All right. We're nearing the end of the episode johnny but i have a a great question i think for you that was developed by my girlfriend i feel like you've been excited to ask me this question which scares me but yeah you can go on with it uh yeah i I thought it was a pretty good one um so you know as our education is kind of coming to a close we have one year left as you know Mm -hmm. what so far has been your biggest academic regret that you've ever had it could be college or high school. Oh, and man. to be fair, I have not thought of this myself either, so I don't have an answer for you quite yet. Uh, biggest academic regret, man, there are a lot. I'll, I'll be honest. I think for me, um, I, I mean, I would have to put a lot of thought into this, but the one that I always thought of was not being so serious about school early on in college. Um, I, as I I, said, I mean, guys, I came out of community college in four years, which is what some people come out of university with a bachelor's in, right? And 
in total, I'm going to be doing school for seven years. And so, and that's me never changing my major. I didn't change my major. I was like, I was always going to be an aerospace engineer. And so with that in mind, obviously I should, you know, that, that would be one of my bigger regrets. I don't know if it's my biggest regret. Um, but I think I'm also very grateful and I'm, I know I'm turning this around as well because it's not only a regret, but it's also been pretty formative to who I am now in, um, the way that I study, the way that I'm disciplined now, the way that I work in um, everything that I do, even I, I would have to argue whether or not I would have had certain things in my life or certain skills in my life if it wasn't for me having been um, an early on student that was not hardworking and having to learn the hard way kind of to work hard. And so though it, it is one of my bigger regrets, I think I learned a lot from it. And so I'm also very grateful that that did happen. Yeah, it's that's really good to hear too because I am in a you know similar situation. But I think that um, if I was where I am today, um, six years ago, let's say, or even fresh out of high school, uh, I definitely would not be where I currently am. I don't think that I had the uh, mental maturity, I guess, right. to maintain um, my grades and you know maintain my I guess, status as a student. So to, mine isn't a regret at all. Um, you know, I, I wish in, at sometimes I was, I wish I could do things differently, but I think that um, really my struggle, I guess you could call it, or my, my situation in school has really shaped me as a student. So I think my biggest regret though would be um, constantly doubting myself mm. in, in a, yeah, Yo. yeah. you're smiling because you know it's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I find myself doubting myself and comparing myself to others, I think way more than I should. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I, I guess that it, it, I say it's academic regret because I do it in school primarily. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I do it the most, but I think that, you know, if I, if I, and I'm working on it and I think I've gotten a lot better at it, but, um, I think if I focused on totally eliminating that from my life, I could, you know, it'd be in a little bit better of a place. Oh yeah. I, I mean, guys, so Andrew and I got really close over the pandemic. I think one of the first things I said to him when I heard him talk was as a compliment, one of the first compliments I said to him was, dude, you need to give yourself more credit than what you, you know, like you're, you're talking yourself down so much. Like you need to put yourself on a pedestal in comparison to what you're at. And I'm not, I'm not trying to puff up, you know, Andrew by any means, but too late. Really? <laughs> really Andrew was he was talking himself down so much and and his response to me was you know like you you you, you like you sound like my girlfriend because that's what my girlfriend tells me all the time and it just shows how much Andrew really does talk himself down and you know it, it's a perk because he's being a humble guy but also it's like it's like dude you got to give yourself credit man you put up better quality work than a lot of the people I meet out you know around me and so you know like give yourself credit bro and I'm happy that he's saying that that's I don't know I don't, I don't know if it's a biggest regret but i think it does definitely um i don't know it's up there it's yeah, definitely it's up, up there. there yeah it's a it, it definitely has an influence on you for sure and so oh yeah so if you're a student out there and you're regretting taking longer than you should be that's fine don't regret it yeah, you'll in fine. the long run you'll you'll enjoy it and you'll be thankful and if you happen to also doubt yourself and and compare yourself to others try not to do that as much it's definitely yeah. not healthy and it's most of the time it's it's not really helpful. It's, there, I mean, there's no. This is the know, one time we're encouraging you to be tunnel visioned, right? <laughs> like it's not always good to be so tunnel visioned, but in this case, you know, when it comes to your own accolades, don't start um, comparing it to other people and saying, "Man, I, I wish I was them." Like no, you're doing you, and everybody's different. So, yes, sir. Yeah. That's it for this episode. We. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 <laughs> My so beer. how's your beer, man? What was your beer called? You didn't even say it at the beginning of the episode. I know. I didn't even say it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't love it today. It wasn't my oh, favorite. For sure. I drank a stone beer. Have you ever tried stone? Is it? It's a, is that, it's a California brewed beer. Is that the logo of um, a demon? Yeah. 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 I, I think I saw that logo not too long ago. Yeah. I, it's Scorpion Bull IPA. It wasn't my favorite. It's a little sweet, I thought. Interesting. Interesting. I see. But sure. you know, I'll still we'll still take that sponsorship. Is it an IPA? Yeah. Oh, you said Scorpion Bull IPA, right? 
Yes. Okay. I just didn't hear that last part. For sure. All right, Johnny. That's it for this week. Next week, big week 10. We're more than halfway done with our semester. We'll Way let you guys know. Oh, yeah, you're right. We'll let you guys know how that's going and how we're breaking at the seams yeah, after I'm spring gonna... break has totally wiped out our will to continue in school. <laughs> yeah, especially we have a midterm coming up, so wish us luck, guys. All right, Johnny, send us out. All right, with that being said, we hope you enjoyed. Wait, if you have questions, we didn't say this part, right? Oh, I'm fired. That's two today. Yo, this is a spring break kind of moment, right? <laughs> guys, excuse us if we sound different from what we normally do. But if you have any questions that you guys want to ask us about, if there's any content that you guys want us to talk about, then please reach out reach out to us at Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And you know what? On that note, we out. We out. Later, guys. See you.